All right, listen, guys, I get it. Many of you are unable to financially support this ministry because you're spending your cash and your lives on raising young children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. Praise God for you and that endeavor. However, algorithms are a thing. Shadow banning, sadly, is a thing. And one major way that you can help to expand the reach and effectiveness of this ministry that doesn't cost you a dime is by spending just a few moments leaving us a five-star review. Also, perhaps even more effective than that, you can share our podcast with a friend. We hope you'll take the time to do so. Thank you so much. God bless. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. Mothers will spend, in many cases, a great deal more quantity of time with the children than the father who is obligated to work outside of the home and making physical provision. But the father is still, at the end of the day, the covenant head of the home. That means that he is responsible for everything that happens in the household. Just like a captain on a ship, he doesn't do every single job, but he's responsible for everything that takes place on that ship. He's delegating much of the work, but he's ultimately the one who is responsible. The buck stops with him. So fathers are especially responsible to provide answers to their children's questions. Mothers, likewise, are going to be often providing answers. And when you can't, mom's in the room, you should be able to go and ask your husband, and he should be able to answer the question. Now, that being said, I like the way that Douglas Wilson has said it. A man may not be a vocational theologian, But in his home, he must be the resident theologian. Not every man will be a vocational theologian. Not every man will go to seminary. Not every man will have a doctorate from a seminary, which, praise God for that. That means you'll probably know the Bible better. Going to seminary usually makes people less faithful to Scripture these days, sadly. It's not the way it always was, but it's the way it is today. But not every man will be Not every man will be equally apt in his theological prowess. Some men will be better theologians than other men. But when it comes to your home, when it comes to your home, you are the resident theologian. You are the family pastor. You're the pastor of that home. You are the pastor of your wife and children, and you are the resident theologian in your home. And very practically, this is what that means. It doesn't mean necessarily that you will be able to answer every question that your wife and children have, but it means that you will be fiercely committed when you don't have the answer to finding the answer. That's a good reply for the record. When a husband says to his wife, I don't know, sweetheart, but I'll find out. When a father says to his children, I don't know, but I'll find out. That's a good answer. And the reason, just for the record, that I'm including wives in the picture now, that not only children should be inquisitive and ask their fathers, but also wives should ask their husbands, is because that's literally what the Bible says. That wives, if you have a question, this is 1 Corinthians 14, ask your husbands at home. So so wives, likewise, should go to their husbands 
not, not expecting that on the spot that he'll have a perfect answer to every theological question you can muster, but there should be a trust, not necessarily in his perfect theological competency, right? It's not that a wife trusts that, that the brain of her husband is so perfectly theologically tuned that on the spot he can give the exact right biblical answer to every question she could fathom. But what a wife should be able to trust of her husband is not the perfection of his brain, but the commitment of his heart. That if he doesn't know the answer, that the heart of that husband loves his wife and is thoroughly committed to obeying God's word to wash her in the water of the word, meaning that in the same way that he physically will work out of the home to make physical provision, to make sure that there's food in the cupboards, to make sure that there's a roof over her head, to make sure that there's clothing to wear, that in the same way that he works hard and diligently to make physical provision, that he is just as committed to making ample spiritual provision, theological provision. So it's not that the wife goes to her husband because she believes that her husband is intellectually the best theologian in all the world. It's not that he knows more about the scripture than any other man. Why do wives go to their husbands? One, because the scripture commands it. But two, it's not because his mind is theologically sharper than any other man, but it's because his heart is more in love with her than any other man. It's his commitment to her. It's because he is her covenant head. It's because he loves her more than anyone else. And therefore, in the same way that he'll be willing to work two or three jobs 80 hours a week, if that's what it takes in order to put food on the table. Likewise, he'll be willing to do whatever Google search he needs to perform to go and talk to the pastor or go and do this or go and do that. Listen to however many lectures on Canon Plus app, you know, whatever he's got to do to answer the question. Why? Because he loves her. Because he loves her. Whoa, 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 you're going to want to hear this. Our next two conferences are coming up quick. We've got first our fall conference. This is November 11th and 12th. That's a full day Saturday and a holdover for the Lord's Day, November 12th. Uh, who's speaking at this conference? Well, we've got Jared Longshore and Chris Wiley and yours truly, Pastor Joel Webbin. What's the title? The title is The Household and the War for the Cosmos. Now, I know you're thinking, wait a second, you can't use that title, Joel. That's the title for Chris Wiley's book. Well, I can use it because he's going to be there speaking and he gave me his permission. We're going to be talking about the household as the basic building block for pushing back the kingdom of darkness in this world. We're going to be talking about biblical patriarchy. We're going to be talking about marriage and parenting parenting, how to keep your kids, how to shape and form them like straight arrows, like sharp arrows that do damage to the kingdom of darkness, training our children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. A full day on Saturday, November 11th, and then holding Jared Longshore over for the Lord's Day, November 12th, to preach at my church, Covenant Bible Church, in Central Texas. You can register at the early bird rate, which will not last long, but you can register at the early 
early bird rate today by going to rightresponseconference.com. Again, that's rightresponseconference.com. Now, our second conference is our spring conference. This is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, March 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. The title for this conference, Blueprints for Christendom 2.0. Blueprints for Christendom 2.0. We don't want to revert back to Christendom 1.0, although it would certainly be a whole lot better than the clown world that we're currently living in. But we recognize, despite the phenomenal features of a prior Christendom, there were certain bugs that we'd like to see worked out. So we're not going back. We are pushing forward to Christendom 2.0. We believe that the blueprints are seven doctrines for ruling the world righteously. What are these seven doctrines? Well, it's reformed confessionalism, it's covenant theology, it's biblical patriarchy, it's presuppositionalism and Kuyperianism and general equity theonomy and hopeful eschatology post-millennialism. Who's going to be teaching us on these doctrines? Voldemort, he who must not be named, Pastor Douglas Wilson himself. You also got Mr. Brighthearth, Mr. Kings Hall, Mr. Haunted Cosmos, Pastor Brian Sauvé. And we also have Dr. Joseph Boot, and of course, yours truly, Pastor Joel Webbin. We'll be doing seven primary lectures, as well as two 90-minute panels with all the speakers together, and we'll likely add a couple more speakers along the way. Again, that's March 1st, second and third, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's Blueprints for Christendom 2.0. We've got the early bird rate going right now, but it will run out quickly. So go to rightresponseconference.com, rightresponseconference.com to register today.